As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The point of spirituality is if you do everything with the right intention, everything else will work out. It's the belief. So do you believe in that product? Are you putting it out for the right reason? Or are you just putting it out because you know people are going to be buying it and you're going to make a ton of money? And that may work for a while. True success is sustaining forever. It's your Life Audit Series host, producer, broadcaster, doggy daddy, amazing significant other, Brody, here to inspire change for those thinking about it after making my own life audit to leave a job and career on the West Coast to focus on family. Psychic therapist and spiritual healer, Vincent Jenna, who in our last episode, we talked a lot about belief, believing in yourself. And I think one of the things that keeps people from moving forward is fear. It's all about fear. It's either self-love or fear. Well, first of all, the first emotion that there ever was upon creation was love. God is love. Spirit is love. Energy is love. Love is the highest vibrational frequency. They can even measure it. And they've proven that. Dr. Moto and his water experiment, absolutely fantastic. What they did is they took a group of people and a jar of water and just put the jar of water in the middle and asked the group of people to do nothing but think of loving thoughts. Then they examined the molecules in the water and they all formed beautiful snowflake patterns. Those beautiful that you see that you know you make, you cut out with a scissor and then you unfold the paper and you see those beautiful little snowflakes. Well, the water molecules actually formed into those. Then he took the same and same bottle of water, put it in with the, a different group and asked the different group to get angry, to talk about angry, negative things examined the water again and they were ugly formations they were crystal sharp edges they were rigid they were ugly there was nothing patterned and beautiful about them which proved that the love vibration is the strongest of all so that's what was created first the moment we forgot and detached from our highest source detached from that god place within us we forgot who we were and that's the second emotion was created from that and that is the word fear so how do you change fear or at least kind of morph fear into concern where it, it you know maybe it's impossible to not in the back of your mind go you know what i just want to make sure that i can sustain a life and have money not to be rich but just to 
That's not impossible. So, but but to make it more of uh, to me, I feel like Believe. concern is not as negative as the word fear, right? No, concern, worry, all the same thing. Doesn't matter. Every single negative word and emotion stems off of the fear. Make two columns for yourself. That doesn't help me. Yeah, I know. I know you hate that. <laughs> Every negative emotion stems from the word fear. Every positive emotion stems from the word love. Now, don't put caution on the side of fear because caution is not a negative based word. That's different. Caution mm. is what keeps us from walking in the middle of the street when there's a ton of traffic. Fear can keep you from walking in the street at all mm. because you're afraid of all the stuff that's going to happen. And by the way, just so that people understand, we do not fear the unknown. There is no such thing as fearing the unknown. There is nothing unknown to us. When a child, and he is again proof, when a child, a toddler is able to walk, do they then venture out into the middle of the street because why? Because they don't know that they could get hit by a car, right? So they're fearless. They, they're fearless. <laughs> they only fear only comes from evidence, but it's false evidence appearing real, right? That's the acronym that we use for fear. It's because of what you've heard. It's because of what you've seen. So it's not fearing the unknown. It's fearing what you believe can happen to you. What you have to do then is change. Why are you thinking that that can happen to you just because it happened to somebody else or just because it happened before to you? You lived in Las Vegas. How many people come to Las Vegas with the belief of, oh, I won $25,000 last week. That means I'm going to win $25,000 again this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot do, but is it true? Absolutely not. The law of statistics shows that each time you go is a whole new set of chances mm -hmm. for you. So therefore, every step in your life is a whole new event. There is no evidence in the current moment that there is anything for you to be afraid of. So when you begin to understand and take control of your thoughts, I'm able to make money. I'm not going to be thrown out on the street because there has has been evidence of that and even if I did live out on the street before right now I'm not living out on the street and I'm going to make sure I don't live out on the street so there's nothing for me to be afraid of what most people are afraid of and the only thing they're afraid of is to believe in themselves they're afraid to believe in themselves because they don't think that they are anything important anything worth of value and anything that has the, the, the content and the sustenance as I talked about before to achieve anything because their stories did not tell them that they were magnificent, unlimited, loving beings. They received the other message and you've got to change your self thoughts. That's the primary thing that everybody has to change. That gives you the ability to take the risk and to go out after something new. That gives you the ability, you mentioned earlier, that somebody that may be making a billion dollars a year but is unsatisfied, how is he going to give that up and go after, maybe he wants to write a book instead. It's the ability to know that I'll be okay if I do that. I made the billion dollars for God's sakes. That gives me what did, why was he able to do that? Because he had some kind of passion. People want to believe that their job is what their skill is, which is the major reason people don't leave the jobs they're unhappy with. They use their jobs to define themselves with. Hmm, I have no idea what that's like. Yes, no you don't. <laughs> and people need to understand that the only way that 
they made their job work is with their hearts, not with their right. tools. A carpenter has a million and one tools. He has saws, he has hammers, he has ladders, he has all of that stuff. But without his passion and without his belief, he cannot use those tools for anything. Yeah. Well, that passion yeah. and that heart can be used for anything that you do then. So you can leave the job you're in right now and take the exact same skill with you, your passion, your heart, and you can make anything else work out. Nobody was born a carpenter. Nobody was born an accountant. Nobody was born a financial planner, a doctor, or a nurse. They used their beliefs to go and learn how to do that. And the schooling didn't give them the knowledge, their choice to believe in it, their choice to use it, their choice to perfect it is what gave them the skill and the ability. Do those of you listening right now who are thinking about leaving the job, transferring to something else, are you hearing this? Because, I mean, that's really what that's all about. It's totally what it's about. Here's the other thing, Brody, that people always bring to me. The opposite. I can do so many different things, but I don't know which one to go after. I don't know what that's like either. Oh, (laughs) yeah. See, this is funny because, Vincent, when I first came to you, we had known each other already from uh, working together with the radio station. But Vincent pegged me for people who are skeptics, you know, about psychics and is it a bunch of crap? I believe there are people who are, who are fly by night, but Vincent had me pegged with one word and it was so accurate. Not only that, but he also had me believing when I didn't know what my future was, you're going to get a job offer at this time and no bullshit. I got a job offer at that exact time. So I'm a believer, but money has come up a lot. So for people who, who make all that money, but they're not happy, you know, I realized in radio broadcasting that A lot of people are focused on hitting ratings and revenue, just their goals. That's the most important thing. Nothing, nothing else is important, which that is important. But I think when you focus on that, first of all, you're putting a kind of pressure on yourself. But second of all, why not focus on what the product is? So if you focus on your brand, who you are, making connections with customers, clients, listeners, and you focus on all that, the money will come. And I feel like in a way, if you focus on who you are and what you want to do, that money and time will come. I mean, is there not something Ooh, to you that? You need to become a spiritual teacher. Oh, you, you want to go get ordained? I just had somebody yesterday tell me I should be a life coach. Actually, yes. I've heard that well, now two or three times. So coach, I don't know Brody, Because I'm going to tell you right now, you just explain spirituality, but with a business definition. The point of spirituality is if you do everything with the right intention, everything else will work out. So your goal then is you don't even have to learn how to be the right business person. So say you're a marketer and you have a product that you're marketing out there. Yes, you can have the intention of, I want this product to make the most money. That's what's really important to me. I want this product to win an award. That's what's most important to me. Just the same as you growing up in life is I want to become real famous so that everybody loves me and honors me and respects me. I want to be somebody really important that wins awards. So you can have that attitude the same way as you can have the attitude in a job, in a business, right? And it all is going to come from because you always felt crappy about yourself to start with. So your motivation, your defense mechanism is to go into the other direction, right? So if
if you heal the core, if you take care of the core and strengthen the core, when we go to the gym, when I go to the gym, when anybody goes to the gym, now everybody understands, are you strengthening your core? Are you working on your core? Because your core is your middle. It's your balance, right? It's the vortex of where everything else is stemming from. And without your core being strong, the rest of you cannot be in balance and strong. So the core of who you are as a being is the most important part of you because you get that straight. You understand and love who you are are. And uh, yes, does it include all of those touchy-feely words like compassion, caring, kindness, um, impact, inspiration, inspiration, all of that, all of those words are important to have for yourself and for others. Now go into business with that. Okay. Locally, SAS. SAS is a software company here. It's continuously being voted as the number one company in the United States to work. Why? Because Charlie Goodnight realized that it was important for his employees to be happy. And so he created everything he could so that the employees could still work and put out a good product, but didn't have to worry about things like daycare. He has an on-site daycare. He has places where you can go and relax. You can take a canoe out in the lake that's in front of the building and relax there. You can go to the gym. You can go do to the movie room and watch a movie and sit down and relax there. That's he so cool. created the most incredible food court that you can't believe of some of the prime chefs and restaurants so that people have good lunches, good breakfast, and if they're staying late, some good dinners or anything like that. The place doesn't have any turnover. Nobody can get jobs there because nobody's leaving. That's how great that place is. And in it, they put out they're one of the most successful companies. They put out the most incredible software because their employees are happy. Nobody seems to understand that. They, there's X management theory and there's Y management theory. The X management theory is the belief, and, and I may have mixed these up because it's been a long time since I've been motivating business people. Um, the X management theory is the belief that nobody wants to do shit. And so you have to be hard on them to get everybody to work. They want to get paid for nothing. That's their theory. Then the Y management theory is, is if you treat employees great, they're going to want to work and they're going to do the best job that they can. And that is the truth of it because that's who we are as beings. So do you have to then worry about whether your product is going to be number one or make the most money? No, you don't, because it will happen naturally. It's really crazy, this energy thing that works. But my wife is is a business manager and a vice president of her company, right? And anytime she's hiring somebody and looking at resumes, I ask her, I say, how do you go through hundreds of resumes that you receive? And she says, well, I can tell you that I get a feeling. I'll look at the resume. I don't even have to read the whole thing. I don't. I don't have the time to read all of it. So I'll read the name and I'll read maybe a couple of things in the beginning. And there's actually an energy that comes off of the resume. And she'll go through them going, nope, 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 nope. And then another one comes out and goes, oh, wow. And sure enough, as she's interviewing that person, that person really wanted that job, really cared about working there, whereas the others were just looking for a job. And so they didn't or their attitude was, was, oh, I'm not going to get it, but I'll send in the resume anyway. A lot of people do that. Yes. I'm totally not qualified for this. I've done it. I'm not qualified for this, but I've heard stories about people who are not qualified 
And they're like, well, but you know what? I'm going to put my name in anyway, because that would be kind of cool. And they get the job. And they get the job. Absolutely. Because they believed in themselves. The resume carries, that piece of paper carries the energy. And nobody understands that. But it is. It's about energy. It's the energy in the home, energy from another person. What are you leaving and behind you? What are you putting in front of you? And it's the belief. So do you believe in that product? You believe in that product? Or are you putting it out for the right reason? Okay. Or are you just putting it out because you know people are going to be buying it and you're going to make a ton of money? And that may work for a while. Don't, don't misunderstand fake success. True success is sustaining forever. Fake success can only get you so far and no more. And people want to think what that- What about fake it till you make it? No, fake it until you make it is completely different. <laughs> That's the idea of you may not believe in what you're saying or doing right now, but just keep going until it can turn into a belief. And I want to leave people with a mantra that they may be needing to fake in the beginning. A lot of people will, but hopefully they can turn it into a belief. That's a little bit different than, let me change the word, false success or false self-belief. I had false self-belief when I was younger. That's what got me into the movie Grease, but it didn't get me enough to get me elsewhere. It wasn't enough to motivate me to do the work I needed to do, but it did give me some ability or some some confidence to go after some things. But that again is not sustaining. If people listen to my God, it's not working lecture, they can get that from my website. I've heard it. Have you? Okay. There, they'd understand that there's different parts of the mind. And as an adult, you have an adult part that creates all of your defense mechanisms, including false beliefs. And in there could be false confidence. Way down deep, you don't necessarily believe in yourself, but your brain is telling you, well, you're, you're meant to believe in yourself. You're supposed to, because we all listen to Tony Robbins and Tony Robbins said, you got to believe in yourself. So we're going to believe in ourselves now, but it's false. And it get you so far. Maybe it got you that job and you get in there and maybe it got you a couple of steps up the ladder, but you're not going any further. You reach a ceiling, you reach a peak. That peak is to let you know you don't have enough sustaining belief. And that's what was told to me by a friend who became a life coach and she was using me to practice on and me being a teacher and, and a you know, spiritual life coach too. That's the kind of work I did. I went, okay, all right, sure. I'll be, I, I was laughing with it, you know, going, yeah, I'll be your student. Like, like I didn't know all the things she was going to use on me. Right. And one day, just in talking to me and we're working and she turned around and she says, can I say something to you, even though I know you teach this? I said, yeah, sure. Go ahead. She says, I just come to realize you don't believe in yourself. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Of course, I believe in myself. Meanwhile, when she said this, I was in my 50s already. And I said, yes, I do. She says, no, you don't. And then she repeated everything to me that I had just said. And it was like a deer in headlights where my eyes opened and my mind opened. And I went, oh, my God, I have been surviving all of this time on false confidence, false self-belief. And yes, being a very intense person, it got me some success, but it didn't get me my dream. It didn't get me all the success I wanted. And it wasn't until I was willing. Here is where the openness comes. The openness isn't about believing in better things. The openness is the willing to hear what you're really believing about yourself. 
That's where you need the most openness. The moment I opened and allowed myself as it was painful for her to tell me, I don't believe in myself. I teach this. It made me feel like I was fake with everything that I did, right? And everything that I was doing. But yet I wanted to know I cared enough. If you care enough about wanting a dream, about wanting to be fulfilled, and you can care more about that, at least to start with, then you're willing to open up to what's stopping you. I do a radio show on Unity Radio called Stop Stopping Yourself and Become Unstoppable. It's awesome. Thank you. Stop stopping yourself. We stop ourselves mm -hmm. with our defense mechanisms. So the moment I opened up to that and the light bulb went off, my heart ached for a moment. I got over that. Everything in my life changed. All of a sudden now, I was getting calls from people to do this event, this event, this event, and my entire career was expanding and blowing up by itself. I had people coming to me wanting to produce my own television show. They're still working on that. I still get it. And so of course, then you got to prove to the network and you got to wait for the networks to put it in place, but that doesn't matter. I have all of these opportunities, all of these things happening for me. As soon as I admitted, I didn't believe in myself and I did everything everything I could to work on it. It is an endless job though, because our stories create scars. And if you are listening to this podcast right now, chances are you've worked through many of your issues. However, you have to always remember that there is a scar that stays behind. That little inner voice, that little kid inside of you, every so often may rear his or her head and say things like, well, you're not good enough. Do you mind as well not even bother going after that? or no, you don't deserve that, or everybody else is going to be successful, not me. Anything that's negative, anything that stops you, that comes from your scar. And you need to be on top of that. You need to constantly catch it, be aware, pay attention to what you're thinking and what you're feeling, and then have a conversation with that little voice, that little kid, and tell it, no, you're wrong. It's okay. You are worth it. Look at how much you've done. And Brody, I've worked with you on that constantly. I've constantly told you, catch that in the voice. Every time you want to say, this isn't going to go, this isn't going to work, stop it. That's not coming from the adult you. That's not coming from the reasonable you that has this dream. That's coming from the little kid who's gone through lack of self-belief, that wants to sabotage you, that wants to say, no, we're not going anywhere. You've got to overcome that that inner voice, every successful person, no matter who you speak to, will always tell you they had to overcome that little voice that wanted to stop them. And it's not even somebody else's voice. Yes, an outside person can trigger that. You know, like if somebody turns around and says to you, your boss turns around and says, oh, you're not going to amount much here. Then all of a sudden your own little voice comes out and says, see, I told you, you're not good enough. You're not worthy. And that comes in relationships too, or you're not lovable. That's why you're not in a relationship or it's not going to work out. You've got to stop that voice. And every successful person had that voice and they overcame themselves. There are no obstacles in life other than the ones we create. Otherwise, we'd be victims. And if we're victims, you can't control anything and life is random. And life is not random. Life is in perfect order, just like your body is in perfect order. The only thing that throws it out of perfect order is you and your thinking.
So the only obstacle in going after your dream is not society. It's not the lack of money. It's not the financial crisis. It's not the president. It's not the economics. It's not anything else. It's not the Muslims. It's not the LBGQs. It's not any of that. It's your shitty thinking and beliefs. Get over that and you will transform your life completely. And you'll get out of that damn wheel. Vincent Jenna. Wow. <laughs> How can people get a hold of you? Oh, all they have to do is go to my website at vincentjenna.com, and that's with a G-E-N-N-A. They can catch me on Facebook. I do live events. They can listen to my radio show. And just so that everybody knows, I do events, right, as well as individual and group readings, and I do them by phone mostly. People can come in person if they live in the Raleigh area or travel here. I actually had people travel to see me from Canada because they wanted to see me in person. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. It's crazy. Crazy, awesome. but they felt that an in-person reading, sure. they just wanted that. But we do it by phone. I talk to people from Russia, Yugoslavia, Vietnam, oh. Australia, all over Las the world. Las Vegas, Japan. We talked. Las Vegas. Oh, there. and yeah. La- let me tell you something. Las Vegas is way out of this world. So that's even <laughs> further than Japan. Let me tell you something. Okay, <laughs> I have a big following from Las Vegas, actually. A group of people, I guess, because of the place, there's a, a lot of yeah. negative shit people are going through over in Las Vegas. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, Vincent offers lots and lots of different services. It's not just like, hey, tell me what's going to happen. Am I going to come into a lot of money? Vincent offers right. a lot of different services. And, and I will tell you, as somebody who came to him when I was lost, he knows his stuff. And he is legit for people that are skeptical. And, you know, for me, it wasn't about, well, I want to see if he's on the level. For me, it was, I, I need to learn where I am right now and how to kind of figure things out and it was definitely helpful so well, thank you I'm glad I'm glad yeah. that I was able to be a help and for each person each person has different needs so yes sure. I'm able to conform myself to what a person's needs are but yes even with animals I communicate with animals so if you've got an animal oh my god I have to problem. we have to have a conversation because I communicate with our husky and Tara's like stop that well, I'm like, well, we're having a conversation and I talked to her and she talked back to me. She's like, you don't know what she's saying. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, apparently what I'm saying is getting through to her. Well, you know, what's interesting. Have me come and talk to the husky before you tell me what you hear. Oh, you shit. write down what you hear. So cool. I write down what I hear and it'll blow her mind to find out that we've been, you've been right. You're coming to the house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to figure this out. Thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions for me, something that we can address in a future podcast, please share at BrodyRadio.com. You can record a voicemail message or uh, just send me a message. You can reach out on social media, Brody Radio. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Audit Series. And I, I am dressed kind of in my on-the-road pajamas. These aren't like my typical pajamas because it's very cold outside. These are like my get out of the house pajamas when you don't really care but you want to stay warm i would have stayed in my pajamas brody had i known that (laughs) it is the brody pajama podcast (laughs) (laughs) i would have worn my onesies
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 